Good morning, Whitworth. It is so good to be together to worship God today. Thank you, Morgan, for that gift. We're here outside the chapel in the loop here, keeping our space, but enjoying the gift of having some physical proximity as we come to worship God today. Thanks, Morgan. Well, last week we had our first uh, senior testimony chapel and heard from four amazing stories of how God has been at work in the lives of four wonderful seniors, and it was so good, we thought we needed to do it again. So we have four more this week who are going to be sharing how God has shown up, testifying, speaking the truth of God's care and provision and work in their lives, and I'm really grateful for each of them. Nate Jacobus is going to come, Stephanie Melton, Felipe Paz, and Bryn Riedahl are going to come share with us, and I'm excited for them to come uh, bear witness today. So we're going to welcome up uh, Nate first. Hey, Whitworth. My name is Nate, and I'm a senior theology major here at Whitworth. Um, and reflecting on how God has shown up for me at my time at Whitworth, it's definitely been through professors and through friends. Uh, first, through professors, I took a class with Haley Jacob, and she talked about justification by faith and not by works. And that's a gospel truth I had never heard before prior to being at Whitworth. And um, Prior to my time at Whitworth, my identity was placed in what other people thought of me, my athletic and academic performance, and I tried to be perfect and do good things in order to have a relationship with Jesus, and that's so far from the truth. And I think God used Haley to speak that truth into my life, which is that I can come to the table of God uh, with nothing but an open heart to accept the gift of God's grace and um, to trust in his faithfulness. And um, I was just filled with so much joy and so much uh, desire to continue to um, pursue Jesus that um, I asked Forrest Buckner, another professor and chaplain at Whitworth, uh, if uh, he would disciple me and uh, praise God that he said yes. But even more, praise God that he said, um, can you think of anyone else who would be interested in doing the same to grow in God together? And so I asked uh, a few of my best friends if they would be interested and they said yes. And so for the past three and a half years, uh, we've met nearly every Sunday with the goal of seeking first. And that's the second way that God has shown up for me is through uh, this group of guys. Um, I think God used them and able to, or used God, or they uh, were able to speak truth into my life and help me identify the lies that I tell myself, which is that I am not worthy of being loved and um, that my, that's not okay to fail, that somehow failure, identi- or, uh, failure defines my value and worth in front of friends and authorities, and that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, the truth is that as these guys helped me identify that uh, I'm a beloved child of God, uh, made uniquely in his image, and the truth is that in Jesus I can't fail because he has taken all to the cross and to the grave. Um, so I feel that God has used friends and professors in my life um, to help me see a holistic picture of the gospel, that relationship or with that uh, faith for Jesus, for faith in Jesus, for me, looks like not only my relationship with Jesus, but includes other people as well. Um, as Forrest often says, the gospel is uh, for the sake of me and Jesus, for the sake of we and Jesus, and for the sake of the world. And for me, God has shown me that um, my relationship with Jesus needs other people and includes other people um, as we participate in God's ministry together, um, having our identity be in Him. Um, so thanks for listening, and uh, I miss seeing you guys all here in person. Hi, um, my name is Stephanie and I am a French major. Um, 
and in thinking about how I've seen God show up over my last four years at Whitworth, um, what I really think of is the way that he's transformed my understanding of the gospel to be something that's so much bigger and more comprehensive than I understood when I first came in as a freshman. Um, So coming in, I had this understanding of my faith um, as something, a relationship with me and God, um, and other people's individual relationships with God, and then um, just some aspect of loving others in that. Um, But through a lot of conversations um, with with different faculty and with different students, um, I began to realize just how limited my understanding of the world was, um, and through their patience was made of uh, aware of a lot of things that I just wasn't super aware of before. Um, and a really beautiful part of that was getting to hear the different experiences and um, just a rich like mix of cultures of um, students coming into Whitworth with different backgrounds than myself, um, but a really hard um, part of that understanding was um, being confronted with the reality of just injustice um, that is so pervasive in our world today. Um, and issues like racism and sexism and the cycles of poverty and um, environmental degradation and all those things um, weighed really heavy and I felt this conviction that I can't just do nothing um, and I need to fight these um, systemic evils that um, are a part of our world. Um, And so at the same time, God was just showing me the way that um, his gospel aligns with that work of justice. Um, and that God yearns not just for um, these individual relationships with us, um, but he is yearning for reconciliation um, with all of creation, um, with all of humanity and the natural world, and also to see um, relationships restored between people. Um, And that was the work of Jesus in his death and resurrection, was ushering in that kingdom, um, which is one of peace and of unity, and of justice. So um, as a Christian, an integral part of my faith gets to be working um, with God um, and his work in the world to bring that justice um, to the here and now. Um, And going forward, I know that um, my view of the gospel is still not complete, my understanding of it, but God has called me to be faithful and to listen well and to listen with humility to him and to the people around me and he promises to reveal to me more of himself and more of that awesome plan of redemption. Thanks. Hi, my name is Felipe. I'm a sociology theology double major Um, and God showed up during my time here at Whitworth and different miraculous ways providing for things I've never imagined. Um, A miracle will be the word I will use to describe it because um, I never imagined to be here. Um, I have no idea about Whitworth or Spokane. And when I first came here, it was also part of like another miracle to be finally here with my family. Um, A miracle because the chances of a guy like me from Colombia coming to study here, sociology and theology are pretty small. Uh, but here I am. Um, a miracle because God took care of all the financial, the visa process, housing, and all the big and small challenges that came up along the way. Um, a miracle because I was able to experience things that I thought I would never, ever experience. Um, one of those things like 
being an RA, like we don't have anything like that back home and I have no idea about the job or anything. I ended up being an RA for like a year and a half or working at the UREC. Um, I applied for one job and got three positions and had all this really cool and fun uh, opportunities. Um, so yeah, all throughout this ongoing miracle, um, God showed up through love and care. Uh, some of those examples are a fantastic and challenging academic experience. Uh, that is crazy to think that it's going to end pretty soon. Um, also, friends that became like a family to me, a family that really cares and supports me through hard times and good times, um, a family that like walks along me, um, care for my spiritual journey, um, keep me accountable, ask me questions, and really care and especially know who I am. Um, also, amazing opportunities and experiences that have helped me understand who I want to be. Um, one of those examples is working in Yosemite Sierra summer camp and being involved with Young Life. Um, turns out that I really like ministry um, and this was something I kind of like never thought about before and I was very against that idea back home so now it turns out I really like it. Um, so yeah, God showed up during my time here both in the small and the big picture. Um, God made the things I thought impossible, he made them possible um, and on top of that had the four the best four years of my life. So yeah, that's me. Hi Whitworth, my name is Bryn. I'm a senior health science major, and to share my thoughts with you today, I wrote a poem. Four years, twenty-five professors, one major change, three residence halls, two countries, seven housemates, and one thousand and eighty days of God showing up. Transforming, challenging, providing, molding. He says, it is here I have called you. It is you I am beholding. In the beginning, Spokane of you, I was skeptical. Whitworth of you, I was nervous. Little did I know of the beautifully intricate plan in which God had instilled purpose. He gave me a glimpse of the grace-filled gospel, a gospel much larger than I had ever yet known. Live radically, take risks, be generous, and live out what I claim to be the faith that I own. In chemistry labs, choir concerts, conversations over coffee, library late nights, loop hangs, and lectures he sought after me. In the midst of it all, I hear you are my beloved. On the warmest May day, sun shining, spirits soaring, you are my beloved. And the coldest January darkness, when the tears cannot stop pouring, you are my beloved. 1,080 days of snow, sun, and rain have made me grow. Together, these things are what make me whole. And in the midst of it all, I hear you are not alone. I give to you dear friends whom you will cherish the rest of your life, with who you'll ascend mountains and default to choosing love over strife. Beauty manifests in the pines, piers, professors, and peaks. I'm surrounded by beauty. When I close my eyes to listen, he speaks. Your identity lies not in what you do, but in who and whose you are. Grace so grand, love so big, it encompasses every star. Our righteousness, we receive a gift. It's not least on some kind of work permit. No degree, certification, or merit will ever equate. No performance or output could ever generate the weight of glory and the love of the incarnate. May we be blinded by the light, for in him all things are made bright. I take delight in the last 1,080 days, for I've tasted and seen the freedom of love. From a king who came in squalor, died and rose in victory, an upside-down revisionist history. 
And as I step off this page and write my next chapter, I find trust in my creator who will guide me as I add ink to the pages of what comes hereafter. The future is not mine, so much is unknown, but I hear, do not fear, for I have redeemed you, and I have grown. 1,080 days of God showing up. Thanks, guys. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Bren. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Juan Felipe. That's my special name for him. You call him Felipe. I call him Juan Felipe. Wow. Thank you. I'm kind of overwhelmed right now. Before this, we were talking about how I don't want to think about too much about things we've missed out on because it just makes me teary. I get sad thinking about, especially for these seniors, what this, what this uh, disrupted semester has meant and things that they have, have not been able to enjoy. But standing here with these four, and I hope you feel this as we come together with these beloved community members, we see that God is at work in those 1,080 days. God is faithful even now. God is faithful to us. God is faithful to keep working. God has done a good work, and he will continue that good work until the day of Christ Jesus. In these four, but as a witness to the whole senior class, a witness to the whole Worth community, that God's at work, and God is faithful to continue that good work in us. Let's pray together. God, thank you that you are a God who is alive. God, thank you that you are a God who comes to us in Jesus as a baby, a Palestinian, no-name place, who lived and died and rose on our behalf, ascended and breathed your Holy Spirit that we could be with you, that we could be ones who are with you and with your people and sent out as part of your work of justice and righteousness in this world. Thank you, God, that you are a God who includes us in your plans, a God who loves us, calls us your beloved, says you're my beloved daughter or son. Thank you that in Jesus we are adopted into the family. And thank you in this family that we are made more and more into the likeness of Christ. Thank you that you give us jobs, purposes, to be part of your work of redemption and reconciliation in this world. And thank you that we've got a glimpse of that today. God, we thank you that you are a God living and active in the midst of this, this coronavirus, in the midst of the questions, economic and health and future we thank you, you are a God who is faithful to finish the work you have begun, faithful to continue to gather us and lead us forward as your people, faithful to keep transforming us and giving us wisdom and insight how to live into new ways and new times in ways that honor you and love you and love others. God, we pray for our country, for our world, for Whitworth. Be glorified, give wisdom, give insight, Establish the work of our hands and pave the way forward, we pray. In particular, we pray for these seniors, these four, but also representative of this whole class. We'll be blessing their last week of classes and finals and providing for them as they move forward. For all students, we pray right now for that motivation. We all struggle with motivation when the spring comes and everyone wants to be outside, even more so in this, this time of online learning. We pray for motivation and strength to the finish this last week of classes. And God, we do continue to, to pray for those who are vulnerable, for those 
who are vulnerable both physically and economically for your protection and provision. God, thank you that you are a living God, alive here. And we are your canvas and your clay as you continue to mold us, mold us afresh. We say yes to you afresh today. It's in Jesus' name, everyone said, amen. amen. Hey, a couple things. Uh, we have a special Thursday chapel this week. So come join us for our final chapel. I wish we'd be out in the loop right across there. But instead, we will have our worship team leaders in the chapel, and we'll have a more extended singing set and be able to finish our Deuteronomy series. There's one little passage from Deuteronomy we're going to read and just hear that final word from Deuteronomy as we have been shemaing, listening to God's word through Deuteronomy this whole semester. So please join us Thursday at 11 for that final, final chapel. We also keep having our, our Shema of the Days every day, a new gift from our community, inviting us to listen to God together. And now receive this benediction. Go from here wherever you are, knowing the God who is alive, the God who loves us and calls us his beloved, the God who invites us into his good work in the world this day. Go knowing the love of that God, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we know we don't earn anything, and go knowing the empowering Holy Spirit who comes alongside us and leads us in God's good work in this world. Go in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. You guys, that was perfect. Thank you so much. Wow, what a gift. What a gift, what a gift. Oh, all right. For all of you people that showed up, I made cookies, so if you want them, sanitize and eat. That's all. Yeah, come sanitize and eat. Please, please. Communion. Thank you, Morgan. That was wonderful. These are peanut butter. You don't want to take them from the fire. Please bend in the